0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back into WWEGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am your host and your reigning champion, Logan Hurst, and I am, of course, joined by my co-host, Daniel Locke and Noah Phillips, and soon-to-be co-host, Cooper Prater, starting at this point forward. Giving the game away. Giving the game away. <laughs> he will be officially—we're going we're gonna to put him on the test. We'll give him the test next semester, but yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll make it official now. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Um, we're back after a whirlwind two-week break of wrestling, where wrestling did not stop in those two weeks. We were off, but really one week. It was, a, it was. I guess, I guess two weeks. I mean, from the last episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. From the Full?
0: WWEGL timeline, two weeks. Yeah. But in the wrestling timeline, give me the AEW week. EGL. Since so I am now the champion, how does it feel now? How does it feel? I see you with a toothpick in your mouth over there.
1: I feel
2: great. Um... I know at the end of the day you're gonna lose it. Hell, I didn't I even bring it because I'm like, exactly, you can't even win it right now. Exactly, because so. you're gonna lose it. No, that's the thing. You probably already lost it. Where is it? It's in my room. <laughs> Where in your room? It
0: is in my closet. What closet? The one closet I have.
2: No, you got two closets. I've I seen do it. not have one closet. I've seen right it. There. You got two closets. No, I have a bathroom and a what? You got two, bro. Stop trying to gaslight me on live radio. <laughs> you got two closets. I do not have two closets.
3: What is going on
0: here? It's, he's asking where the belt is. Well, I didn't go home. I didn't bring it to me when I rode the bus this morning. So I did not wear it into my news writing class. Sorry that was funny.
1: True champion carries the
0: belt everywhere. True champion carries about everywhere. you got to get used to
1: the extra Speaking gold. of
0: champions... We have we have some new new at least in AEW we have some newly crowned champions. Oh, actually we have
1: one in WWE too. One we got one in AEW WWE, and in New Japan as well. Uh, uh Kyrie? Kyrie. Yeah, 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 the new
0: women's belt. Yeah, the new women's belt. That was awesome by the way. That whole show is great. The stardom New Japan. I I completely forgot about that. That happened this weekend. Kenny's coming back to New Japan. There's so much stuff. Daniel, how was your Thanksgiving break?
3: It was really good. I had a good time. Um, just kind of got work done and just chilled out with the fam, sort of, <laughs> and just covered the iron bowl on Saturday and you know just got it done. I don't.
0: I don't think we ever decided on a flashback, did we?
3: No, we did not. We,
0: no, we should have, well. but. Well, Christmas flashback, Alberto De Rio ran over Santa. Stone Cold gave Santa the sunner. Let's just, it's, you know, it's Christmas. We beat up Santa Claus. It's a wrestling show. Big
2: show won the ECW championship. No, <laughs> shut up.
0: Shut up. We're not bringing up December to December. Had the best it, elimination chamber match. No. No. <laughs> Don't. Uh, it's all right. I'm getting Vietnam flashbacks over here. But we have MJF, officially the AEW champion, and now he has thrown away the regular AEW champion and brought it back with a Burberry strap. He calls it the Triple B, the big Burberry belt. I think he said is yes. That yeah, it? or the Burberry big belt. Something, something stupid. Um, officially, not interim. The official AEW women's champion, Jamie Hader, retroactively, Tony Storm was found as official. As Thunder Rosa is no longer able to compete, she beat J- uh, Tony Storm with a little help from Britt Baker, DMD, and Rebel. Or Re- is it Reba now? Or Reb- Rebel
1: in AEW? W. I think it's, yeah, it was Reba in Impact for like the cup of coffee that, that yes. she was there. I remember from Impact. I remember Impact Climb very well. Oh okay. I don't remember I any of she- the matches. I just remember being there. Right.
0: <laughs> um, of course, we mentioned Kyrie winning in New Japan. Um, well, Osprey successfully defended against Shuda, Roughneck, mm-hmm. and Kenny Omega is coming back for Wrestle Kingdom. Also, at the same time, Carl Anderson is coming back in December to defend against Tama Tonga, his never-open-weight championship. So what happens if Carl successfully defends it, goes to Wrestle Kingdom, and you have a WWE guy and the an AEW guy on the same card? I mean, it's not going to happen, but... It won't. Um,
1: but, but it
2: should. It it, it should. And I mean, I mean, in it's that already-
1: event, I think... Uh, you go. You go to a time limit draw. Yeah.
0: Probably. <laughs> you you already um you already kind of have that going in Noah because on Muda's retirement tour I think those are those days are right beside each other where he fights, yeah. he fights Shinsuke and then he tags with Darby Allen and Sting. For, oh, was Darby Allin on it as yeah. well? Darby oh, Allen okay. was added to that match. So what do what do we all what's our reactions to uh, MJF winning the title?
2: Oh, I loved it. Me too, but especially with the brass knucks, you know, cheating to win, just like the good old boys of the past. Well, you haven't looked at Dynamite. I had no, I just saw it. But you yeah, saw what I, just I, happened? I just saw just what happened. I'm about to immediately
0: it to you. turned on Regal, frame one. I didn't see what he said to Regal after he hit him with the brass knuckles. What did he say?
1: He quoted uh, the email that Regal sent to him
0: that he had referenced, um, and
1: essentially turned it back on him, saying, uh, "You know, Will, when you're."
0: you know a top talent
1: send me your stuff
0: and really? yeah it was,
1: it was a really good little uh character moment with the two of them
0: i love this storyline but at the same time i kind of hate how it's to emails it's like i sent mr <laughs> especially since like i get it when they were like flashing back but now it's like i sent mr friedman an email the other day saying you'd be a true i was like just text them man who no <laughs> uses emails anymore people at the top <laughs> apparently right uh, that Daniel would know. He's currently emailing all the internships right now. Yeah, yeah
3: that is what it do.
1: Job.
0: MJF Try. went in with the brass knucks. Oh, initially.
1: and what was what was even better about that whole segment though too was uh,
0: Brian. Brian coming out. Yeah. Well, I mean MJF called out Starks, Kingston, and Brian, which I think we're gonna. I mean, we're obviously seeing Kingston. work I feel like we're gonna see Brian. That's what everyone feels like. Everyone wants Brian to take the title off of MJF.
1: That'd be cool. I don't know how much Brian cares about it? I don't think,
0: yeah, I don't think Brian <laughs> as if, if any of you have paid attention to the interviews lately, Brian just does not care about holding any straps. He just wants to wrestle. Yeah. He doesn't even want to wrestle on the main show. He wants to wrestle on like Dark Elevation. Right. He said he wants his final match to be in a random like 200 person arena um, where he doesn't know it's his final match on an indie show or something like that. Um, that was crazy. Um, as, he, as he should. We he officially should. found out that the reason why the firm plans just didn't work out at all is because, of course, it was all planned for CM Punk, and they immediately scrapped that. We also learned that CM Punk said he wanted to feud with Stokely Hathaway, specifically. That's why Stokely was put in the firm.
2: You know, I saw on Twitter a uh, leaked photo of uh, Mr. Mister CM Punk in front of a blue, brand, a blue brand. What are you talking about? I saw CM Punk in front of the SmackDown logo.
0: I don't know where you saw that. I saw it
2: on Twitter, dog. You're yes. going to tell me something on Twitter was wrong?
0: Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Well, I I'm sure
2: they were
1: verified, so you know exactly, for, for a fact exactly. that it's real now. They paid that's, the $5 you know a month. $8. <laughs> $8,
0: whatever it is. No, that's fine. Give me $8. Um.
2: <laughs> Here's what I do want to see. I wrote this down on my notes that we're not going to get to use because um I wasn't planning to be here. But I want to see MGF. Or, MGF? Me, whatever it is. Maxwell, I, Jerry, Friedman. I want to <laughs> see William Regal knock him out with uh, the ring would be cool. That would be a cool parallel. That would be the awesome. the
0: ring, Dynamite Diamond Ring, where winner will face NJF.
2: Yeah,
1: um, which is interesting because, I mean, they already have the number one cont- Like, Starks is going to fight him Like I just feel like this is after.
0: just NJF to, to earn the ring. Like, there's no way he lo- – you would think he – that would be weird to have him not wearing the ring.
1: I think it, it makes sense because, like – in his mind, probably he'd be like, "Oh, I've moved past this, yeah, because uh, I'm the champ now." Um, but it does feel weird to to hand that gimmick down to somebody else uh, because it's been such his thing for like over, correct, three, like two three years, years, three years now. it yeah.
0: three years in a row. Yeah.
1: Um, so I mean, look, good luck to I don't know Matt Hardy or whoever's in that <laughs> battle royal. It's but. gonna be Ethan
0: Page. But yeah, it's probably, probably Ethan Page. Because I don't see anybody else. I mean, Matt Hardy's in there, but Matt Hardy could eliminate Ethan Page because they've been like slow. They even have a really good feud that no one talks about because it's on AEW Dark, Elevation. Him and Private Party are currently under contract with the firm because they lost a the match. So Matt Hardy is currently just they're running Aaron Boy, but Matt Hardy kind of hates it, so he's just like making Ethan Page mad at any opportunity, like using his finisher to win matches. And just calling him out and stuff. That's why, like, whenever Ethan Page came out tonight, Matt Hardy just like jumps in front of him and starts hitting the the three and the delete, yeah, yeah. delete, and flips off the crowd. And
1: yeah, it's it's, it's really uh, good stuff from from Hardy. Uh, I think good stuff for Page
0: too, honestly. Yeah,
1: um, it's just a shame though that, like you said, like nobody no TV has been caring about it because nobody has seen it because it's it's all on the. Uh, YouTube shows that don't matter.
0: Yeah, they're like, they're trying to elevate Dark. It's like, no, you gotta put that on regular TV. Like, AEW needs like strong regular TV. Like, Dark's for the extra, you know. Yeah, as as much as
1: they don't want to admit it, there is a, a vast difference in prestige, even between like, on the, the two TV shows. Like, Rampage is basically like, you know, the B show. Uh,
0: yeah. To them. Oh, they know that now. Yeah. I think originally they tried to make it different, but like, as soon as Rampage went pre-taped, I mean, there'll be, like, maybe one match a week, if that. Right. Recently, they've it's been... whenever they
1: get in, like, uh, uh, somebody from Japan. Japan yeah,
0: <laughs> when they bring in Shibata and uh, June Akiyama yeah. the last couple of weeks. But other than that, we have we had some key signings. Uh, AR Fox, Takeshita... I called it exactly two weeks. That you said he was going to get fired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he started showing up, he's pretty much... There's no way he was going to... AR Fox has been an indie legend for years, so it's, you know, not shocking. But speaking, let's go into the, the realm of the Fed, the WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. Noah's favorite place. Um, favorite. Austin Theory is the new United States champion. God love it. A-Town down, indeed. Yes. Did you, what did you, did any of you, I watched that match. I watched everything but yeah. the women's war games match because I wouldn't get off work till after it was over. And that match was the best uh, match of the night. I caught the replay. Very nice. It, did you did you watch that match?
1: I watched that match. The only ones from from the favorite that I didn't watch were, um, Ronda Rousey and um, uh, Styles
0: Balor. Um, I watched half of Styles Balor. Yeah. yeah, the half I saw was good. So. Oh, I I, I have, mean you can't you can't go wrong. With
1: I them, have no so, doubts so. that they put on an absolute classic. Um, but yeah, the the ones that I did saw
2: which were the War Games,
0: uh, and the title matches.
2: War were, Games
1: were
0: were really great.
2: What did, do you, they, did they use him at all in the like Uh stuff?
0: Triple H tweeted something. He said it wouldn't be the same without, and it was a clip of with, okay. in Regal and NXT and He's like, war
2: games! Okay.
0: War games! War games! Good, good job, Triple H. Um, I think they might. I don't know. There's a lot of contract tampering and talking and stuff like that that WWE might try to bring back Regal now with Triple H at the helm. But a, I don't know how long is AEW contract. is. At some point, someone said it was a year, so like... It was going to be up soon. At other points, people said it's going to be three years. So, like, uh, if it's three years, I don't see him going back. But if it's a year, I could definitely see him coming back. Because, like, the way they're writing him on AEW TV now that he's gone from the Blackpool Compact Club and MJF just turned on him immediately. I don't know where you really... Yeah, they have a ready-made excuse to, to write him off. Write of him off. Yeah.
1: Um, and it, plus, you know, uh, after John Moxley... Threatens
0: me uh, to never yeah. come back there. I, I, if you I were not, in a regal situation, I would not go back. The only one that would accept him would be um, Danielson, and we know Danielson isn't have hasn't have long left him on his full time in ring career left because he said himself that like after this contract runs over, he'll do part time, but he's not he's not going to be a full time in ring competitor anymore. <laughs> um, so I, I personally, I kind of want to see him back in the E because I feel like. At this point, you have a perfect writing-off point for we- Regal. Like, if he's not going to be there for MJF, which you don't want him, and it depends on if they're just going to immediately destroy the Blackpool Combat Club, which they might do, and then keep him with Regal, which I would be fine with, but I feel like Brian doesn't need Regal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't feel like anybody really needs Regal. Regal, in the procedure, the, nobody in the Blackpool Combat Club, except for maybe Yuta, really needed Regal but it was them together with Regal as like an advisor made sense but now that you can't have that and you can't have him with MJF it's like why would you bring him out for every Brian Danielson match cuz you really don't need him there cuz you know Brian Danielson is so good on the mic on his own he's so good on right. you know so
1: um yeah, I can I can see that for sure. I mean, though, I also don't know like what he would do if he returned to to WWE. I think he
0: just either um, he'd probably either go back to be working with NXT. But I think what he'd really do is he wouldn't be on screen. I think he would be the talent scout for like the year, like because I think they may still right, try to right. do that NXT like global plan, and, but instead of doing mm-hmm. like where they did UK, which have its own. I know they announced
1: league. NXT Europe was going to be replacing UK. I think that's like currently in development. Oh, they did. Yeah. When they shut UK down, that was, like, the their reasoning for it was to to make way for this bigger uh, European... I expansion. hope so, because
0: I really did, like... I mean, it was under the radar, but, like, I really did enjoy NXT UK a lot, so... But speaking of enjoying, I'm about to enjoy a two-minute PSA break, because it is a 15-minute mark, which means we're about to go to a little ad break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more wrestling, more AEW, WWE, um... Maybe some WCW in there. Who knows? <laughs> but we will be right back Tour with these the br- <laughs> brief messages. Welcome back to wwegl on Week of 91.1 FM. We are back. We're going to talk about some wrestling. Well, first, I want to talk about War Games. The War Games match. I did not watch the women's. I heard it was good. I saw some of the spots. Yeah, um, that, that was pretty much the... The main
1: thing, like there was a handful of like character beats, but the women's ones seemed mostly just be to be focused on. Oh, look how many cool uh, weapons they can pull out, and how many, and look at how strong Bianca Belair is.
0: It really, it really turned me off from watching it, knowing that Team Bianca won, because I don't, I don't mind Bianca winning, and I like Bianca and I like Becky, but dear goodness, did damage control. Need they just look like chumps, man? Needed that win. I mean, especially because like if they win that, you establish. I mean, look, Becky's not going to lose any Shimmer. Um, Mie Chin, like, um, uh, well, me me Yim, Me Mechin, Me Yim. I, like, she's probably not going to take the pace She's not going to lose any Shimmer. Bianca is going to still be the champion. Who else is on our team? Alexa basically Alexa flound- floundering. I thought she Oscar. was going to turn. Ox is not going to lose any Shimmer. Like, but like Damage Control has lost. Match after match after match, Bailey has not picked up a single win other than like she won like undefeated streak, and then has lost and lost and lost. It would have been a perfect stepping stone for Ripley. It would have been perfect to establish Nikki Cross's character as maybe like a, a maybe a storyline with Bianca somewhere down the line. But no, Becky hits the leg drop for the win. So, hey, and I, what?
2: What are you? I was say so you got to hand it to WWE for uh, though putting that match on first. What oh. a great way to introduce, like, the whole concept of war games to people that are yeah, more of a casual 100%. fan. For sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. that was. I agreed with that. I just wish... I, I kind of wish the thing... I, I, I liked... I was for the reverse of each of the war games. I was, just, I was fine with the Bloodline winning, because I'm like... I felt like they were going to win, because they're trying to make them the most dominant faction in history. I felt like it would be more interesting if Roman took the pin after getting hit by, like, Claymore, kick Stunner, Combo, but I, I do like what they did with the ending yeah so
1: the the story moment makes up for whatever like on paper uh reasoning that you might have for the bloodline not winning because yes. it, it just gives you such a great emotional moment for that i, I sammy th- Zayn is one of the greatest goat uh, great baby faces in the history of the business
0: i thought that was the ending was phenomenal the last five minutes were the perfect soap um Soap opera genre, you know, the... Is this when he caught his hand and they're both looking... Because, like, the whole match, neither of them fought each other. You know, they need, you could tell they didn't want to. And then Sammy hitting them with the low blow, the Hulu kick, shades of Battleground 2016, giving the the Sacred Lamb the, the peace offering to Jay, mm. Uso slash him getting the pin, one, two, three. Yeah. Crazy. I, the only thing I could say about the match, I wish they would have let him fight... For a little long, because, like, once War Games, like, you know, the build-up of War Games, like, the first 20-something minutes when everyone's in there, it's, like, really slow. It's kind of like you're building up to, like, once everything gets in there, it's pandemonium. And I felt like it wasn't, like, enough, especially with, like, when I compare it to, like, the NXT War Games. Now, story-wise, phenomenal. Like, again, the ending, I just wish, like, we would have got, like, five to ten more minutes of action from, like, maybe see Roman get hit by, like, like... Especially, like, if we would have saw Roman get hit by, like, a Claymore kick out or, like, a bro kick. Yeah. Because it felt like Sheamus and Drew were, like, kind of, like, put to the side when originally Sheamus and Drew were, like, put to the front of the match. And they originally just, like, tossed over. I did like the way they used Solo. Tim was looking Mm -hmm. like an absolute beast. Crazy. He used to be booked like that. Yes. He, he's a dominant man and needs to be booked like a dominant man. Corey made a great – Corey Graves made a great call. It's like he put a Ferrari engine in a Samoan bulldozer. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great call. He
1: might uh, – Solo might actually honestly be one of the best NXT call-ups that
0: they've had in recent it's memory. It's crazy too because he was like – he was built very well. He was only in NXT for like a cup of coffee. Yeah. He only had a feud against Boa. He had like a one-off match against Walter, and he was in a couple of the latter matches and won him like an undefeated streak. And other than that, and then, of course, won the North American title unofficially against Melo. But mm-hmm. other than that.
3: I've really, really, like as I've gotten back into wrestling, NXT is kind of like, why well, wasn't I watching this before? This is oh, so entertaining. It's so good.
0: Speaking of NXT, um, I don't, I mean, let's see. We mentioned the Austin Theory thing. The finish of that match with, I, I didn't mention the exact finish with. Rollins going crazy, setting Theory up for the Falcon Arrow, Spear and Theory just falling on to Rollins was yeah. perfect. The whole – they they mesh so well. Like, I'm tired of people sleeping on Austin Theory because I've been – I'm beyond – I've been, like, the biggest Austin Theory fan, but I've been on, like, the hype train for him because I watched him back in Evolve, like, when he was first doing Evolve and became the Evolve champion and all that stuff. And I thought he was great then. And then, like, in NXT, they kind of didn't – really – not they weren't sure really how to use him at first, because like he could be such a dominant like heel character. They wanted to give him just the worst finish ever. But
1: uh... yeah, I I was first introduced to him in NXT. He was just doing the all day
0: Austin Theory stuff, which
1: I don't know. So he seemed very kind of creator wrestler. Yes. Uh, to me, um, so his his main roster stuff has given him a lot more to chew on. Um, well they
0: they basically they called him they got him NXT called him up to the main roster sent him down to the NXT and basically made him Johnny Gargano's sidekick which I didn't really like I felt like he could have had a lot more I liked it because yeah like, I liked the Johnny
1: stuff G-. with The Way I thought that they, that was a good little group that they had mm-hmm. going on um, and uh, yeah it, it's, it is weird though uh, that they decided to like flip him back and forth all the time yeah
0: and then finally got back up selfie gimmick Vince's illegitimate son gimmick, and then finally That's never been done before. we have The Now, which I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed his heel turn. And I love Triple H saying, you know, referencing the fan that his career was done two weeks ago, and now he's the face of Raw. Because I, I do like the way they built up the U.S. championship now a little bit. I complained about it, but, like, if they're going to build it up, I like it with, like, Rollins and Bobby and Theory being up there as a guy. Kind of it's propelled. a good title scene, yeah. Yep.
2: I mean this this new character for theory though is I mean it's better than the and then a uh, tiny Bahama shirt on the beach, <laughs> it's a, it's <laughs> awesome.
0: And he needed that win too. It was the perfect way of like each man looks strong on their own, you know. Where like even Rollins didn't lose his luster, you know. Rollins doesn't need a title. Bobby made it look like he should have won that match, but it, you know it wasn't like his fault he lost. Like right. he, he hit the final blow, and theory was just there Lucky. to pick the scraps. I know? do, uh, I
1: don't know. I do kind of have some slight gripes with the way that theory won it by, by literally just falling on a guy. Um, because I think like, I don't know the way how I thought it was going to go was like, he would be more intentional about like going after the scraps. Let, let Lashley and Rollins destroy each other Mm -hmm. and then dive in for that pin Um, and I don't know the way it, they ended up doing it. Uh, I think didn't, make him come across as, like, the opportunist that his character seems to be going for. Yep. Um, I mean, you got, like, the right result in the end, but I just think, like, the specifics kind of clashed with it. I feel you there. Yeah.
0: Um. I, I, I liked it because I was, like... Because throughout the match, Theory did look strong. Like, he had his moment. Like, he wasn't just, like, weak. Like, he was, like, fighting par for par oh, with yeah, all yeah. of them. He just, you know, again, he was getting hit by a big move, and it just happened to be there at the right time, which I, I too, because, like, the thing is, like, all three of those characters would, like, they're all, it be, it's, it, you kind of book yourself into a wall, cause like, you're booking, last year this, like, mega push, you know, with the destroying Lesnar, even though he lost. Rollins is the face of Raw right now. Like, he is, there is no one, face or heel or whatever he's playing, he's there, you know? Yeah. And you really don't want him to lose the title, but at the same time, he doesn't need it. You know, while Theory, you know, he was kind of floundering with as soon as the Triple H regime happened. And this new character, the last couple of weeks we've seen, has really boosted his stock, you know, because I, I agree with them that the Money in the Bank felt like a weight for him because like you you feasibly did not see Theory taking those titles off of Roman. You know, yeah,
1: it was a wrong Money in the Bank winner for the wrong world champion.
0: Well, I don't think he should have won it in the first. I think I don't know if he was ever the plan. It may have been I think Cody was the plan originally before the injury. May I think that I don't think theory was ever the full on plan cuz again, like he was added to the match like last minute. You know? I feel like they just booked themselves into a corner and then, you know, Vince was like, "Put my boy up there." That would Get me not on surprise TV. me. But uh speaking of the next generation, let's go ahead and look at these participants of the iron survivor match i'll go ahead and start with the women's we're going to have roxanne perez cora jade zoe starks and kiana james with a wild card yet to be revealed i think they're going to do like a wild card match or john Michaels just picks it
1: yeah it says here um on the wikipedia they have in brackets for the wild card it could be wendy chu fallon henley
0: or indy hartwell Just not fallon henley Okay. I, I would rather have... Well, I feel like we need another baby face. I mean, I could see Indy getting in. Indy deservedly would do it. I would like to see Wendy Chu, but I feel like she wouldn't really clash well with the other Styles. I don't know if she would do in a multi-woman match. Actually, I really feel like she would do fine in it, but... Um, I don't know. I'm not a big Keanu... i don't be honest. I have not watched Keanu James at all. Like She doesn't interest me other than her character of just being an accountant. You know? <laughs> Um, Zoe Stark's new heel turn, I haven't really been big on her. I do like Core Jade and Anne Roxanne, though. What I I would rather have, apparently, I guess Tiffany Stratton's on the table, but I'd rather see her or if you're not throwing Nikita in there, unless you're giving Nikita the title shot at deadline. That, that's that a possibility. Be a yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like Nikita's been bred for a title shot for a while now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, happening before she jumps up to Maine. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about that match, but the men's match I'm very excited for. Carmelo, Grayson Waller, J.D. McDonough, and Joe Gacy with a wild card. Who did, Does it say who's the wild card for the men's are?
1: For the men's, the wild card could be everybody's favorite, Von Wagner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, big Von Wagner. Uh,
0: Come Tuesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Axiom. Uh, or Andre Chase, who it should be.
0: Oh, I would love to see it somehow Andre Chase win. Yeah. Uh, that would be good, but I have a feeling it's going to be come Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this match because, don't, okay, the one reason I might want to see Von Wagner get, okay, hear me out here, is because every single person in this match is heel if Von Wagner gets in. It's a five way between all heels. Mellows heel, Waller's heel, Gacy's heel, McDonald's definitely heel, and Wagner's still heel. And so like if Axiom or Chase gets in, it's you have the one baby face.
1: Mellows heel, but I feel like if if the fans in the event that it ends up being an all heel thing, um he
0: is the one that can most easily be the one to, be to the get face. the rally around. Yeah. but I would love to see just an all heel match. But mm-hmm. the thing is, I would even love that which, if we have Wagner because I feel like Wagner's fine in those five man matches. He's not really that bad, honestly. Like he's, pretty bad. <laughs> he's not. He really. He's had some good. He was good in the. Um, he has. He has
1: some good opponents. Yeah. Yeah, it,
0: it's, that can hide his thing. And so, like Correct. five ways are good, but I would love to see. I feel like Chase with that with four heels and Andre Chase with the so imagine. I mean, obviously Melo needs to win that match. I honestly, I wouldn't. I actually wouldn't care if anybody in that match won because Mello's due for an NXT title shot. Uh, we all know this. Grayson Waller honestly has been unsung hero of 2.0. He's always done solid segments, great Miz type heel. Um, Gacy, they're building the schism right now, so I couldn't see him win. McDonough. It recently has been just the best person on 2.0. And Chase has been this kind of cult character that, like, shouldn't work, but somehow the fans are behind it, at least in the fans in that arena. Yeah,
1: before. one of those those NXT gimmicks that gets crazy over Yeah, that would there.
0: definitely not work on the main roster, but gets over down there. And so I'd love to see Chase somehow win that match. It would be interesting. But uh, with that being said, we're going to go to another quick – Little PSA break. When we get back, we'll probably talk more NXT, more AEW, more WWE. Maybe some New Japan. I think I think we'll talk some WCW, New Japan. WCW, MLW. Where the big boys pull. Lucha <laughs> Underground. Oh. we're back. Speaking of, what do you, what do you guys think of the Iron Survivor match? Daniel, you were saying even looking into NXT more. What do you, what do you think of it, Mister Cowboy over there with his with the pick in your mouth? Um, I'm
2: not cowboy. I'm going to get my cowboy if you want.
3: <laughs> I don't know. It's an interesting concept, but to be honest with you, I'm not quite sure I understand it. Fully. I,
0: I don't think I'll understand that until I watch the match. Yeah, I'll join the the club. <laughs> <laughs> also, we're going to have uh, Sangha and Veer versus Creed Brothers. Creed, Creed, Creed. Oh, and Apollo versus Braun. I don't really look forward to for that match. but I mean, they're both decent workers, but like I don't feel like that's a – that's like an NXT – normal match, you know, more than, like, a... I guess they're trying to boost Apollo, but... It'll be
1: pretty good. Um, it's just, like, okay, I, I know how the last
0: 10 minutes of that match is going to play out, like, right now, so... yeah, All right, we got to talk about it. Kenny officially coming back. Did you hear that pop when he came on the screen? I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my gosh. Speaking of, another thing I saw this weekend... This is way back in the day when I never saw the Hulk Hogan-Tinru match. I never dude, realized.
2: Dude, that's awesome.
0: You saw that on my Twitter yes, page? Yes, he can, bro. That made me so mad that uh, we could have been having Hulk Hogan insecurities like the leg drop is a transitional move, big Larry well, Oh, my gosh, well, man. When he was, he in- was hitting the shoe arm drag on Tinru. What?
2: Well, like, when he was in WWE, though, or WWF, my bad, he wasn't, like, being asked to do that. He was being was, asked uh, to be the ultra baby face. No,
0: I get it. I just, f- like, <laughs> 20, <laughs> I
2: just don't <like laughs> he, he, they care. They told him to have 24-inch pythons, and yeah. everything else does but not like, matter. It
0: made sense. Like, Paul Hogan's body would have been thankful if he could have used the... the what, what was the move called? The lariat he used? It's like the... Gunshot, or something like that, or like the kill—it wasn't kill shot, but it was like something. I, I, yeah, I forgot what they called it, but it, it looked—I like looked it up killer. the other day because it was a basically normal lariat, but you know, with the whole of the 24-inch pythons gimmick, like it makes it axe bomber. Oh, yeah. It was yes, called yes. the yes. axe bomber. That's cool. <sighs> it was so- oh, was that like the um? Bro, when he hit that, when I saw it and I saw like the one thing is like him working that style, okay. But when he hit that like flip over arm bar... I was like, "Holy crap!" I did not know that ma- I mean, I've seen some of his like Japan stuff, but like, I did not know he could move like that. Oh yeah, um,
1: it's kind of similar feeling. It's like seeing like young Andre the Giant matches. Yeah, where, like he's hitting drop kicks and everything. <laughs> and it's like, all right, so uh, yeah, clearly you know your uh, your time in the Fed was uh, somewhat limiting to yeah. what you could
0: actually do. I mean I get it cuz like if you only have to do five moves and the crowd just erupts like why are you gonna but like right right I
1: and Hogan probably was not aching to have you know 30 minute wars classics. every night
0: and like you get you get a longer career and stuff like that and and like I think someone someone said it I think Nash or something like that where they wanted to do some kind of spot and Hogan was like, Whoa, brother, we already got the money. Like, he already got the aspect of like, <laughs> they've already paid me, I don't have to do more than and you can see it anytime Hulk Hogan tries to take a power bomb, he just does not give that person <laughs> any sort of like dead weight, does not help them at all. Except for Brock maybe. He got he let Brock get him up at that point. But like, man, I would have I would have killed to see like Hulk Hogan wrestled that style. At least in one match, maybe like Macho Man.
1: Oh, that would've been good. He um, during his time in Japan, I remember he won a
0: version of I think the G1 Climax. Yeah, he run the the early version before yeah. it became the G1. Right. Uh, 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 imagine Prime Hulk Hogan in a G1 today. Oh uh, yeah, be killer. Uh, but he
1: had a he had an interview afterwards, uh, where he he mentioned that like, the WWF. The championship was like a toy to him and that the IWGP was like the real top prize in wrestling. Awesome! Wow, I think he was under contract with <laughs> WWF still, so I don't know how that conversation happened.
0: But, yeah. You know, you know he got, he he quit the WWF when the original Vince was there to do Rocky 3. Yeah, They yeah. said he never worked in this business he's like, I want to do this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which it worked out for him, so. Um, but, uh, yeah, This is something I always just want to bring up in general. Like, what is your guys' favorite? I feel like I know your two answers are going to be WB style. What's your like favorite style of wrestling? Because especially like the more and more I get back into New Japan, it's like New Japan feels like that big boxing fight feel. The way their production is, and the way like even AEW doesn't like feel like that to me. Like the way New Japan, I don't know what how to describe it, but it feels like I'm like I'm watching like Mike Tyson fight in a boxing ring or like this big. It's but, a it's a sports feel. Yeah, it's it. that sports feel. Yeah. Uh, I'm like just going crazy. I I do love too about the Osprey feud with Omega is that like when um, Osprey tried to use the One Winged Angel versus the there was not a bigger pop in that match. Like those fans love Kenny, mm-hmm. and and Kenny kind of has a point where he's like, you don't have the crowd support I do. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, my favorite my favorite
2: style. Yes. If I could watch the 19. 19- uh, <laughs> I could, if I could watch uh, the one that Ric Flair won, I can't remember the exact year. But if I could watch that style of wrestling, you mean the Royal Rumble? The, yeah. What did I say?
0: You said the nineteen, and then you said the one that Flair won.
2: Yeah, the Fla- the, the Royal Rumble. You could that watch. Flair won. You
0: mean so you want to watch every match I, in the Royal Rumble? I
2: want to watch like Ric Flair matches. Okay. Uh, I want to watch okay. Ric Flair so, like f- flail around the uh, room and just go crazy.
0: Okay, so it's Flair steamboat. I would say catch style. I'm a big drew gulak i'm a big evolve fan if you haven't watched evolve mm. him versus timothy thatcher i would say that are new japan style um what about you um you, oh. we'll go him okay. first Got he's you. looking over he hadn't Talk, talked in a minute
3: um so kind of for me a big part of wrestling is nostalgia so i kind of just grew up with like the late um 2000s early 2010 stuff so that just kind of like John Cena, Triple H of those days is just really what sticks out to me. So I just have to go with that kind of brawler style, I guess I'd say. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, brawler style's always fun. What about you? Final final answer here.
1: Um, As I have, have ventured out and, and started watching more types of wrestling and different promotions, the stuff that really gets me is, like, now, um, that, like classic uh, sort of King's Road, like, you know, yeah. Kenta Kabashi, Shinya Hashimoto, like All Japan, Pro Wrestling Noah, that sort of style of it, um, where they, I guess, decided that the best way to make it look like you were hitting each other it's was to hit each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so that stuff. But also, like, yeah, the, the catch, um, I, I, full-on, like, catch-as-catch-can stuff Kind of sometimes gets over my head, but like every once in a while there'll be a Brian Danielson where I can just watch that for hours on end and be perfectly happy. That's why.
0: That's why he's catch. I love him. Gulak. It, oh, he's so wasted. He's so wasted in <laughs> WWE. He's so. He was so good on the. I mean, he started the stable with Tracy Williams, Matt Riddle when he was starting out. Who else is in there? Oh, Catchpoint was so sick. Um, Jonathan Gresham probably no Gresham was not I don't remember but Gresham's also another great I love him especially every I love Progress Wrestling everything they do over there especially to like the early from the 50s to the 100s in their chapter series Um, but speaking of brawling and um, Kings Road and Stiff Wrestling Jericho versus Ishii the five as I called it the chops match because all they did for the first fifteen minutes of that match was chop each other in the chest, to the point where in the five minute commercial break they were chopping each other. And when they came back, Jericho had busted his chest open.
1: I, yeah, so they, I was marked. They that. have a match. They cut to commercial, and when they come back, Jericho's chest has been exploded <laughs> uh, <laughs> with
0: like just the this crimson patch all over Dude, I was watching that live and just going absolutely... It was me night before Thanksgiving in my grandma's office going berserk. Oh, my God. Did
2: did he, like, actually just, like, get chopped that many times, or did he take a... No,
0: he got chopped so hard by Ishii that he busted his chest open. That's awesome. It was sick. And then they started... And then they... After chopping for 20 minutes they got into the actual match which i mean no you don't get me wrong i love that but it's just like like i'm not i'm just making sure people understand they were chopping
3: forever
0: jericho's like yes i'm going to take this i want to stay i think this might be jericho's the ring. i was so against him winning the ring of honor champion but every single week he has made me more and more happy and surprised and just, I think it might be his best run. He's still got it as a 50-something-year-old. Uh, crazy. Yeah. That the walls of Jericho to the middle finger to tapping out with the middle finger. Oh, uh, Ishii's so cool. The head... When he hit him with the head button, I was like... I was wanting Ishii to win so bad, too, because I'm such a big... The problem, Now that they've taken away the IC title in New Japan, it's like... I don't think Ishii will ever win.
1: Yeah, the trouble of being an Ishii fan is, is having to accept that he will never win a big title. Exactly, ever.
0: but I think he could have won the IC title, but they took it away. Like he's, it's like he's the six time never open weight champion. It's like, well, half the time he's the only person in that division, <laughs> so it's like just him and Goto forever, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's like I, I want him one, just one run. Just give him it for like twenty days. Just give him the, and they never will. But like. He deserves it, and I love too. They're bringing it back to war, whenever. Uh, yeah, they're old. When uh, Ishii was days. like a young lion, there. That that's, great. that's what
1: I love too. The whole impetus for uh, Jericho, like feuding with him for the match, was uh, like, "Oh, you're still my young boy," and you know, baka. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat
0: you like I did back in the day. St- I'm still senpai, Baka. <laughs> that's what he said. I'm trying to get that over. But anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and go to one more quick ad break, and we'll be back. We'll finish it up here on WWEGL. Welcome back to WWEGL. No preparation from me. All of you guys putting your headphones... Noah's just talking I'm looking to talk about... <laughs> 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 but uh, Noah brought it up during the break. We want to talk about our favorite archetypes in wrestling. Favorite storyline kind of beats. I can tell you mine right now. I mean, underdog. Um, Underdog's The yeah. one that shouldn't be in the title. A Sami Zayn NXT run. A Daniel Bryan championship run. A Kofi Kingston championship run. Specifically, my favorite of that is probably the Kofi Kingston. I like that more than the Bryan. Because Bryan, even though he wasn't meant to be, we all knew how great Bryan was, Mm. like before and after. Kingston never had the independent run. He was in the WWE cycle for years. Everyone knew he was good. We didn't know how good he was. And especially, like, he wasn't even meant to be in the Elimination Chamber match. He does the, goes the distance almost in that gauntlet match to then almost win the Elimination Chamber. To then the, I mean, perfectly booked. Even we feel ripple effects of this when the New Day and the Usos are fighting now. The gauntlet match between um, uh, Big E and Xavier fighting with the Usos laying down and eventually beating Brian and Rowan. Oh, I mean, perfection. And then them throwing away the hemp title and bringing out the—that's my favorite, the underdog story. Probably that's got to be mine.
2: What about you? I mean, I'm a real you know old school wrestling you know WCW guy. Big boy. I like it when a guy comes out and tells me I'm poor. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I want the hill to tell me I'm poor, and then I want somebody like Dusty Rhodes to come Son out of to come out and tell me about the hard times. Like when they take the textile workers around this nation and put them out of a job, and they got 45 kids to feed. Those are a hard times, daddy. And I I'm, yeah, I'm going to get back too. to that. I'm going to get back to that heavyweight title for, 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 the, for the for world. For the world. For the world. For textiles around this nation. Live at the I, Omni I, in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I just love when like, as a rich wrestler. That's one of the reasons I love MGF so much. He so tells me right. I'm poor.
0: The, the best part about MGF, too, is he had the same gimmick from the start. Yeah. He has not changed his gimmick at all.
2: And he does it all the time. Yep. It's awesome.
0: Either of you want to go ahead? what we'll let Daniel go ahead. He's, he's, he's leaning right. towards his
3: mic. Okay. So, all right. I love how the John Cena and Randy Orton rivalry went on and off for, like, eight years. So, I really enjoyed that, like, in 2009 when... <laughs> Okay, yeah, the <laughs> when Randy Orton RKO John Cena's dad, <laughs> all the way up until like 2014 when the blood feud when they're fighting like leading up to WrestleMania. Oh, I just love it. So the the hot
0: potato, the title, the 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 spinner belt. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. I also want to mention that Noah won the first match. The second, the first pay per view he defends, he loses to Daniel, and then the first pay per view he defends, he loses to me. So probability is Cooper's going to be the next person to win the title. But anyway. We're gonna go ahead. What's your favorite archetype, Cooper? Nobody is safe, Logan. I'm I'm coming for this uh, <laughs> next next pay per view cycle.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, death before dishonor, maybe. Who right? Knows? Yeah, we could we could do it. Um, but uh, so my favorite like story beat, um, and it doesn't really matter like how uh, invested I am in in the characters before this, but if I see this thing happening, I will be all in on uh, this story. Is the tag team breakup, uh, oh. in particular the tag team breakup that then leads to one of the other ones, one of the the, the member who broke it up, uh, getting a title or getting in a new faction. Yes, perfect. Every single time, it's it works. Um, it, the best version of this, um, by far, uh, in recent times for me is the Gargano Champa story um don't remind me leave
0: the memories alone I, I know <laughs> it hurts so <laughs>
3: bad
0: that's literally like my favorite story I think it's my favorite story ever and it makes me when I see him turn he, and you think champ was injured and just oh it hurts so bad Logan is crying so <laughs> I, I <laughs> this, is a, this is a very it's very bad. sad but if you haven't seen it man. <laughs> And then they have the infinite, they'll fight forever, literally in NXT. Mm-hmm. They just throw it somewhere on a takeover card, they're fighting. No. Um
1: Yeah, there's there's that uh example of it, in which case uh Champa then goes like full like Gollum with the one ring, but with the, the <laughs> NXT Goldie. championship. Yeah. Um and then uh the other way that you can go about it, which I really like, is the uh Prince Devitt. Um, Apollo 55 breakup into into Bullet Club, um, which yep. has had obvious ramifications. Shield
0: breakup into Authority. Yeah, yeah. You have uh, another recent. I mean, I guess KO. Never one of the one of the best ones for me was, of course, the instant KO first night in NXT turns on Sammy. Perfect, Zane. perfectly done.
1: Oh, it was so good. Oh, also, and uh, that the KO Sammy thing. Reminded me um, that so in in the Survivor Series mm-hmm. uh, War Games match where Sammy is officially in the bloodline like yeah. no honor no about it Sammy Uso. yeah um, so Roman is is absolutely gonna destroy this man in about like two months maybe yeah right like we we all acknowledge that that's.
2: That's for sure happening, He's right? I think it's gonna uh, go to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, probably. I don't,
0: I don't think Sammy's gonna take his house off WrestleMania though. You know what's one thing I saw? They said that you've noticed that everyone's had to fall in line in the bloodline: Jimmy, Jay, Sammy. The one person who hasn't is Solo. Mm-hmm. Solo's also the one who doesn't do the "We the Ones." He always just stands there and looks cool. He's just the enforcer. Some people say that he might have been sent by the elders. The elder being. The Rock because everyone's trying to find a way to find The Rock bloodline and that somehow Sammy and or Solo, specifically just Solo, is going to cost him the titles and set that and join The Rock. There's not really like a motive for. And they also mentioned whenever he joined that he hasn't seen Roman Reigns in like 20 years. So right. But uh, yeah, I definitely I. What were we saying? Were you, I just went off on a tangent. Oh. uh yeah, games are awesome.
2: And when they break up, it's even cooler. No, 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 no. He was
0: saying something about oh, Sammy. Well, no.
1: um, the, the certainty of that Roman's going to turn on him. Yes. Like, immediately, yeah. For sure.
0: Well, it's like, if he was doing that to the only person in his family, how you know he's not going to do that to me? E- exactly, You could yeah. tell, even though he, he's like, yes, you did what I wanted you to do. I still don't trust you.
1: And Roman, as somebody who has been betrayed before. And still Seth, and still can't has not gotten him. over it. Yeah. Um it, it knows, you
0: know, that you know he's dealing with a snake possibly. Yeah, because he's not blood. Right. He's not. But I'd love for him to turn on Sammy and then Solo turn on him. Solo's going to be Solo's so an big. outside factor for sure. Yeah. That would be that would be awesome. But uh yeah, it uh, wrestling's just wrestling's great, you know. But just fake this.
1: What? <laughs> <The> breaking news. <laughs> Wrestling fake. What? But also cool,
0: maybe. What? What? I'm just gonna hit that a bunch. Hit that's that one. one. <laughs> um, I think that's the ma- This is signal for the match over because we're, we're about fifty-five. So we probably need to end it down here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to WWEGL. This is probably. Our last episode until January, so be following us. Cooper does not have social media, but you can follow Daniel J Lock on Twitter. Noah, do yours. I Noah,
2: underscore 64. Noah underscore Philip sixty four. Noah
0: underscore Philip sixty four. Logan Hurston on Twitter. We're going to be doing predictions probably some point in December. If if it's a big paper you have. maybe Death Before honor? Who knows? Who knows? But if you love us and you like the show and you miss part of it, you can listen to it on all the podcast platforms of your choice. You just look up WWEGL. And for Noah Phillips, Daniel Locke, Cooper Prater, and Logan Hurston, we will see you guys later.